Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Vice Guide to Right Now, your inside look into the best of vice. It's Monday, May 13th. I'm Sophie Casas. Today, we're talking about the tragedy of the AirPod. For roughly 18 months, AirPods play music or podcasts or make phone calls. Then, the lithium-ion batteries will stop holding much of a charge, and the AirPods will slowly become unusable. They can't be repaired because they're glued together. They can't be thrown away, or else the lithium-ion battery might start a fire in the garbage compactor. They can't be easily recycled because there's no safe way to separate the lithium-ion battery from the plastic shell. So instead, the AirPods sit in your drawer forever. Motherboard reporter Caroline Haskins explains AirPods are an environmental tragedy. But she also talks about the human cost of making this product and the invisible labor that goes into it. So today I'm talking with Haskins about why AirPods are basically the worst. Caroline, welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. Um, I have you back on the show to talk about a story you wrote that has been a total hit sensation. It's about AirPods. Yep. And how they're a complete disaster. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because, I mean, AirPods are pretty ubiquitous now. I feel like ever since I started working on this story, there hasn't been a single pair of AirPods that I haven't noticed. And yet... They were designed really to just have such a short lifespan and to have this end of life crisis where there's really no good way to dispose of them or make use of them or respond to the situation really. So you cover a lot of ground about a very small piece of technology. And one of the main sort of topics of your story is about how AirPods and a lot of Apple products really are designed to break. They're not designed to last. Um, And then you go further to talk about how when they do break or when you lose them, there's really no good way to recycle them. You know, you can't reuse, you can't recycle, you can't restore. They just kind of sit there. So how long are AirPods designed to last? And then why is it so hard to break down those parts? Right. So AirPods They're made in an extremely specific way. It's a plastic shell, and all of the parts on the inside are glued together. And it's powered by this lithium-ion battery. And you probably know these from, I mean, remember the stories of the exploding Samsung phones? Um, These are the same batteries that exploded in those phones. They're they're really dangerous. Um, And that's why if, let's say, you throw them in the trash, they start fires in garbage compactors. It's why... You know, Apple may advertise, oh, we have a recycling program, but, you know, what are you doing? You're potentially getting a new pair of AirPods in return, starting that process over, and you're sending it to a recycling facility where you're actively putting other types of workers 
at risk and we really have no insight as to what goes on inside those recycling facilities. Like, I mean, literally none, none at all. And they're made this way and it happens so quickly. Lithium ion batteries, um, especially these really tiny ones that are glued to the insides of AirPods, they they start to lose their charge after about 18 months. So, you know, you take them out of your case, you put them in your ears, you walk around, you have about 18 months of experiencing, you know, pretty normal levels of battery life and such. And then that slowly starts to degrade. Then eventually they become unusable. And what do you do then? It just sort of becomes this crisis at that point. And a lot of times, I guess the easiest thing to do is to do nothing. I mean, the box says, don't recycle, don't throw away. So what do you do? You put them in your drawer. And that was sort of what I wanted to get at at the piece, that it's just, it's e-waste and it's, you know, a fossil of technology that's just waiting to be embedded in the earth after we're gone, after we're dead. Yeah. And I mean, another element of AirPods that, to be honest, before I read your piece was the only thing I thought about, about AirPods. And I thought about it all the time, like every time I'm on the train and I'm staring at someone's AirPod in their ear, the one thought I had is how are they not losing these AirPods? Right. Like, first of all, I have very small ears and <laughs> and Apple earbuds, like regular Apple headphones that have a wire, fall out of my ears all the time. Mm-hmm. I actually don't use them. I hate them. But the only reason I don't lose them when I do ha- wear them is because they're attached to a wire, which is attached to my iPhone, which is in my hand. Right. And I'm, I find myself like just pondering this thought on the train. I'm like, how are all of these people surrounding me wearing AirPods? Like, how have they not already lost their AirPods? What if they fall out of their ears and they're not attached to anything? Mm -hmm. And this is all to say that that was actually a part of your piece, which is not only are they meant to break, essentially, after 18 months, which is crazy. That's not a long time at all. But they're also kind of designed to be lost. Right. So, you know, when you said, how are people not losing them? I guess the the answer is they are. You know, they're putting them in their pockets. They're washing them in the dryer. Sometimes people are swallowing them. They're leaving them places. Sometimes they'll lose just one AirPod um, and you have to go back to the Apple store and get a brand new one. They're really designed to be just tiny and easily lost. And in this way, they're just they're sort of disposable in that sense. Like one example that I brought up in the piece, I'm not sure if anybody remembers this, but there's this one picture of Kanye West that I think about constantly where he's holding this really expensive MacBook by like the tips of his fingers walking out of his car over concrete. Right. It's like not in a case or anything. Right. Right. And it's like, if I dropped this, if this were to break, if I were to not have this to be usable to me anymore, it wouldn't really matter that much. And I feel like that's sort of what's projected with AirPods, this sense of I could lose this and it wouldn't be a big deal. And that's not to say that people want to lose their AirPods. It's just something that's sort of like happenstance. And I think that it is part of why it's become associated with wealth, at least in one sense, you know? Disposable wealth, yeah. Right, exactly. Because, you know, the whole joke, the whole meme around AirPods is they're rich. AirPod owners are rich. Jeff Bezos is rich, but AirPod owners are richer. You know, that's the whole joke. And it's not just regular wealth, you know? It's 
disposable wealth. It's wealth that you can afford to lose, you can afford to throw away. And that's all built into the whole design and structure of AirPods themselves. Right. And I mean, they cost $159. Right. Um, They're really expensive. So it's not an untrue statement what you're saying that you need to be able to afford $159 and be able to take the risk of losing your AirPods. But even if, you know, someone is not extraordinarily wealthy and they have AirPods, right? Maybe they don't have a ton of disposable wealth, Mm -hmm. but they're wearing AirPods. I liked what you said, which is still they are the physical manifestation of basically an element of our global economy, which Mm -hmm. is that it's a disposable, you know, a a quote unquote disposable piece of technology built upon disposable labor. Right. Can you talk a little bit more about that and kind of the, the the human cost that goes into making these types of Apple products. Yeah, so I think that the good way to think about AirPods is not so much from the AirPod to the user, but the AirPods working back and thinking about the supply chain. And with a pair of AirPods, you know, it starts with this violent extraction of rare metals from the earth. And these are the component parts that go into making the computer chips, the wires, the logic board, like everything that goes into making AirPods compatible with your phone and easy to use. Um, It's what powers, you know, the W1 chip. That's Apple's, like, you know, take on wireless technology, Bluetooth technology. And, you know, it's packaged up and it's sold in really clean, neat, classic Apple packaging. And it's, it's marketed in this very specific way because we really... It's not like you see Tim Cook go up on a stage, present a pair of AirPods, and you see people, you know, with not great tools working in mines um, in, like, a state of, like, physical distress, not getting paid a lot of money. We don't see that because we're not supposed to see that. And that that's what sort of gets into this idea of disposable labor. It's this entire workforce that goes into making the products that you use every day that you don't see. And it's something that the market is, these are really workers that are at the hands and the whims of the market at all times. These are people where, you know, let's say there's a downturn in the market. These are people that, according to, you know, the business incentives of a company, it's okay that they get laid off. These are the people that you're relying on to get your AirPods from. It gets back to this notion of commodity fetishism, which is that your product derives its value from all of the labor that goes into it, but you can't see that labor. That's where the value comes from. This story was interesting to read because it was a whimsical story in some ways, the way that you like wove in really funny memes throughout the story and you know, there's something whimsical about the AirPod. Like, it's sort of a goofy mm-hmm. looking piece of technology. Like, it doesn't totally make sense in a lot of ways. Yeah. But at the same time, like, I was reading it and I was like, this is one of the bleakest stories I have read in a long time. And I sit, you know, I, I read articles every day, all day long for my job. And I was like, yeah, damn, Caroline, like, <laughs> this is bleak. Um <laughs> But I think it's really important to bring up the supply chain and to to make people kind of face face the reality of where all these products come from. I mean, Apple products are so sleek. Mm-hmm. And 
to me, there's something about that sleekness. It's like it makes you... It's like they appear out of nowhere or something. Exactly. But, you know, your story, importantly, highlights the human cost of these products as well as the environmental cost and, you know, how those two things interact. And I think that that's really, really important. Um, Have you ever worn AirPods, Caroline? Um, I wore them. I think I had already written the first draft of the story and then I put them on for the first time. Um, and because my friend wanted to show me that they do a little beep beep when you put them in your ears. And, uh, that was the only time I've worn a real pair of AirPods. (laughs) How do they make you feel? Um, I'll say the little beep beep was very cute. I don't know. (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah, I, there's a couple of, uh, counterfeit AirPods sitting at my desk right now, and I've been sort of looking into, you know, how those were made and everything. But it's funny because one of them just sort of screams in my ear whenever they try to connect to one another oh. or connect to my phone. Um, I guess the point that could be taken out of this is that the whole appeal of AirPods is that they connect you to this whole ecosystem of Apple products really seamlessly. But the whole ironic part is that it only seems so seamless and so effortless because Apple created a problem that AirPods are the solution to. They took away the headphone jack from the iPhones, you know? That was my next question. Right. Why did they take away our headphone jacks? (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess we're seeing with AirPods, it's so that, you know, you create a problem and you create the solution for that problem and you're selling convenience, but... It's not really convenience, right? You're just creating a situation to sort of sew together this whole elaborate system of products. And AirPods aren't the only Apple product with a finite lifespan, of course, you know? I mean, they're uniquely unrepairable compared to pretty much any other Apple Mm -hmm. product. But all of these have limited lifespans. So it's just, you know, it's a connecting thread in this whole sort of kind of messed up ecosystem. Right. The sort of planned obsolescence and then, you know, Apple lobbying against right to repair efforts. It's it's a whole topic that we've actually covered a lot on this podcast with Motherboard. Right. But um, why do you think that so many people are reading this article? Like more people have read this article than any other article you've written for Motherboard, which is insane. You've written some super strong, super interesting pieces. Like, what's going on here? (laughs) Yeah, I think a lot of this probably has to do with just the ubiquity of AirPods and the fact that as much as I think in my head this story wasn't just about AirPods but about the economy that makes AirPods possible, I guess something that the article challenged was the whole marketing around AirPods and, you know, the cultural myth around AirPods as something that's at least marketed as a magical product that makes your life better and leads you toward, you know, in Apple's words, a wireless future, something that, you know, the internet says projects wealth. Um, And I I guess, you know, the funny part, the whole conclusion of, of all this is that, you know, AirPods do project wealth, but in a way that's a lot more messed up, complicated, messy, and difficult to address than it seems on its surface. Here, here. Well, thanks, Caroline. Thanks. 
You can read the full story at motherboard.vice.com. That's it for now. Thanks so much for listening. And make sure to tune in again wherever you get your podcasts for another Vice Guide to right now. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.